Welcome to Tara! Let's Unpack! The show where we discuss and talk about our thoughts from the most obscure to the most about films, series, and everything in between. Hosted by Franz Halil. Hello, 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 and welcome to Tara! Let's unpack! Thank you guys for tuning in and listening again on this episode. And also, gusto ko lang rin magpasalamat for those who have listened to our previous episode where we unpacked Marvel Studios' Loki. So, grabe, um, we've gotten a lot of good reviews and also... We got featured in Spotify's Fresh Picks na list. So, medyo achievement yun. Um, thank you, Spotify. <laughs> Sobrang sakto. Because I was looking din for a guest to unpack this film with. And parang none of my friends have seen the film yet. So, parang sabi ko, hala, sino kayo pwede kong i-guess? And then, sakto, may nag-message sa akin. So, parang, aside from na-compliment ako na may gustong mag-guest dito sa podcast na ginagawa ko. Like... Sino ba namang gusto mag-guest dito? <laughs> Sakto rin na MCU fan. And Black Widow din yung gusto niyang i-unpack. So, without further ado, I'm gonna introduce you my guest. This person is a cycling instructor and also an MCU super fan at that. Please welcome to the pod. <laughs> Please welcome Jolo Australia. Hi Jolo! What's up? Welcome! Hello! Up, what's up? Good evening, friends. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing to guest as well. So, gusto mo na kitang kamustahin. Um, I just wanted to ask, since you said na you were a fan of the MCU, ma, what's your origin story in discovering the MCU? Okay, so with the MCU, um, I was a casual fan at first. So, like, mm-hmm. I watched... Uh, Iron Man back in uh, 2008 yeah. and then um but I wasn't I wasn't such a you know a big fan kagad I didn't really know that much about the Marvel universe back then kasi back then we were, when we were kids as in we we'd always watch Spider-Man X-Men X-Men all yeah. of those yeah all of those uh films then like I didn't really know about the Avengers and then seeing them sort of like puzzle together like piece by piece for like movie per movie uh bringing in bah, bringing in all of those easter eggs and parang yung mga future plot points na they would answer in like future yeah. films like that's what excited me so what got me hooked was um I guess it was when Captain America 2 Oh my god, released. that's my favorite film. <laughs> One of my favorite films of all time yun, The Winter Soldier. Kinarabutan ako. <laughs> I just, I just, I know, um, I found that film so different kasi it had, I, I feel like that film had a lot of stakes. Yes! <laughs> uh, compared to like, with like the broader world of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, yeah. If we were back then, ah, like each of the films, like they were like on its own bubble, but then 
I feel like when we found out about the twist na um where Hydra was taking over Shield for like the longest time, I feel like that was such a big moment <laughs> for yeah. the universe. Actually, super sad that you brought up Captain America: The Winter Soldier because, like, what I've mentioned you before, that's one of my all-time favorite films. Not just in the MCU, but all the time. Because yeah. I love how like gritty and grounded it was, right? And it's different from the grandeur of the MCU. And so, sobrang sakto kasi. Speaking of being grounded and being a spy thriller. This film that we will be unpacking tonight was released this 2021 lang. Of course, after all the postponement of its release due to the panorama, finally na-release na siya. And also, this film is directed by Kate Shortland and it stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, and Rachel Weisz. Now, fun fact na, nakapunta na dito sa Philippines along with... Hawkeye or Jeremy Renner na nag-shooting sila dyan sa EDSA for Born Legacy. So the film that we will be unpacking tonight, I'm sure alam niyo na naman lahat yon, is the one and only Black Widow! Ooh. At least you know I'm a better shot than I'm pissed off. Okay. So, with that, Let's not waste any more time and let's start with unpacking this film already. Let's go on to our first segment that I'd like to call P.O.V. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Jolo, um, what are your overall thoughts on the film? Um, okay. Do I start with the bad first? Because it's kind of Miami. Yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. Okay. Um... For me, I think okay. Let's start with the bad um uh thoughts, Muna. Uh, for me, I think what hurt the film was the timing. I know, parang a lot of people have already said this. Um, the film didn't really have. I mean, if you just watch the film itself, just the film itself without the post credits. It could have been released, and it would be perfect if it was released before Infinity War. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think the timing is what hurt this film, which is why it's getting a lot mm. of criticism. Na why just now? Yeah, yeah, which I think is also um valid, but I also think na they didn't really have time before because um I don't know if. You guys know, but see, si Ike Perlmutter, like he was one of the producers of um, mm-hmm. Marvel Entertainment along with Kevin Feige. And he was very, um, let's just say, he wasn't in for like female-led movies. Um, yeah. He changed the villain of Iron Man 3. It was supposed to be Maya Hansen. Uh, he changed it to a guy. See Aldrich Killian. Aldrich Killian. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um I think back then they wouldn't have had Black Widow movie, which is um why they're releasing it now. Yes. Better late than ever. So that's one bad thought. Lang rin, na parang, how does this impact the future going forward? The film itself without the post-credit scene. Yeah. 
how does this film impact the future of Marvel? Ganon. Number two, I didn't like the third act. Uh, I felt that the third act was very... It was unevenly paced. As in, mm-hmm. parang andami nilang masyadong binabalikan, ganon. And I didn't like yeah. the use of flashbacks. Flashbacks. Just to convey just to convey a point na parang, oh, they had this plan all along, ganon. Like, there were a lot... I feel like they also wanted to do a lot of... They had the list of like action sequences na they wanna do. Na they wanted to work on a Black Widow film. And then they just compiled it. And then they just... You know, like put it. Oh, okay. This could be the action sequence for scene one, uh, for act one, for act two, for act three. We have to have like this big um action sequence in the air, and then along align with that, align with that. Um, I also feel that Natasha was very OP in this film. Uh, like, <laughs> and damning yes, yes. moments, and damning moments where she could have died, like the scene uh, building building. <laughs> Budapest. Yeah. yeah, the one in ano, in Budapest. Like, they were in the car. They were being chased by Taskmaster. And then the arrow goes under the car. And then the car flips over. I'm like, dude, they could have died. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are just some of my um, nitpicks lang with the film. But overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I think it was very solid. And... I saw this one tweet. Well, I was uh, no lang. I was like scrolling through my timeline late at night. Yeah. Parang I saw this tweet about Black Widow na Black Widow is a good spy film, but it's not a good Marvel film. And I very much disagree with that. Because in itself, I think Marvel has done like a really really good spy thriller. And I don't get why it's not a good Marvel film. Is it because na yun nga, does it have to be something that is like related to the future of Marvel to or the future? Kulang ba sa CGI ganon? <laughs> <laughs> or like kulang ba sa mga Avengers references ganon? Parang I feel like people are also um, shitting on this film because yun nga, like kulang sa mga references and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like. We're just really here for the characters. We're just here yeah. for for their own stories and for them to grow, you know. And one of my like all-time favorites talaga for this movie is like Yelena as in Florence Pugh, super That's perfect that. casting. Like, <laughs> man, I honestly like her better than Natasha. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I I like her. Understood, understood. <laughs> I, like her, yes, I know. I don't know, like she stole she stole the movie. As in like the first time we see her, she's so she's so good. Yeah, <laughs> she's speechless, good. but she's so good. What about you? How do you think like what did you yeah. think about I know the movie? Actually, same time. Um though I love this film, like I super love this film. Like what I told you. Uh, like Captain America the Winter Soldier, those kinds of genres of film, those the tone. Of those kinds of things, I really do really love. So, um, we're the same. Uh, the third act was, um, let's say, was weaker compared to the first two acts of the film. I wanted a bit more Natasha versus Taskmaster, Taskmaster action. I wanted more action scenes from Taskmaster, to be honest. But um, I really think that the first two acts of the film 
the pacing for me, like what you've mentioned dun sa first two acts, was super right lang for me. Sa third act lang talaga yung medyo um, tumaliwas dun sa ano. Kasi when I rewatched again, when you watch the first two acts and compare it to the third act, may some sort of feeling ako na parang ibang film to third act. Kasi it became the very Avengers level type of falling down from the sky and all. Which was nice, but yeah. in um, when you compare it to the tone of the first two acts with the more grittier and more grounded uh, action scenes and dialogue, um, mas, ano talaga, mas, mas prefer ko yung first two acts. And, but aside from that naman, I love how the film was directed me Kate Shortland. I love the tone. I love the dialogue, like what I've mentioned earlier. And I love the opening so much. Like one of the best Marvel openings ever. Kasi, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it. That's diba? the best. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. <laughs> like, like I, I, I didn't think that they would go that far. Like, it was so dark. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. am, I, am, I, am I watching this? Like, if they diba? made the tone like that throughout the whole film, so, like, mm-hmm. I think I would have loved it even more but i love it so <laughs> yeah yeah agree super agree with you like um with the opening with the opening this is a film like um i'm a sucker for handheld cameras and indie vibes ganun yung beginning vibe mm. sa akin favorite scenes in the film uh yeah. one would be the opening as in i was very like <laughs> when when the opening the opening credits ah when the opening uh-huh. credits started, as in, parang, oh my god, am I, am I really, like, is this, a, is this a Marvel film? Like, this is so dark. Like, <laughs> like, yung joke nga ni Deadpool, like, oh, is this the DC universe? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang, I don't know, I don't know, it was just so, it was so different for a Marvel film, na parang, and I love that it really, really, tried to show the message, the main message of the film, which is yeah. more on more about human trafficking. Yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, like the core of the film is all about that. Like how they um they get women, they get the girls who are considered trash, quote unquote mm-hmm. trash from Dracov. Um and they use them as weapons. So um I think na it was such a perfect uh opening just to super good na exposition niya no with an opening credit parang yeah. aside from it setting the tone of the film it also told na like yung main message and also kung ano yung journey na pagdadaan ng film like how these little girls are being brought into the black widow program and what happens yes. with them without any some any without any form of dialogue it just shows that wow, super pinag-isipan nila yung ano, opening like, in, a, in a way na you get to understand kung ano na yung parang main ano na yung Yes. And did you know na they, ano, when they pitched a Black Widow film, they didn't want to make a movie about Natasha's past, aka what she went through in the, in the Red Room, ganon. So, I think like that just small glimpse of it it uh-huh. really makes you understand the past of like not just Natasha yeah. but like what every single Black Widow um has to go through, gone through. and uh-huh. 
it's so sad. It's so sad to watch because like, grave, and dami na pinagdaanan. And like, the fact that they didn't even get to meet their parents. And I think this is also one thing, another strong message of the film, which is one of my favorites right na parang, um, even though na ano, uh, what's this, sometimes like, some people, they, they don't get to meet their families, they're orphaned. Parang, yung message of having a surrogate family is so strong in this film na practically anyone can be your family. Yeah. And I think that's what's so important for Natasha. Na family. That's, 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 what, that's what grounds her. That's what grounds uh, Yelena also, si Melina, and also si Alexei. Like, at the end of the day, they just had each other. And parang, I don't know, even though that they were working for the Red Room program, parang their bond was stronger even though that they weren't like a yeah. legit family. I like, oh, I'm major biased, but I really like every time that parang Florence P was in <laughs> like on screen. <laughs> yeah, given, okay. I, 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 I really do love her, but like one scene that I love was when they were in Melina's house and then they were uh, the, the, the dinner scene. Yeah, the dinner scene. And then um, they were, uh, what's this? Melina was explaining the plan, uh, what she made with the pig. And then parang, uh, see si Florence Pugh, she started like to realize na parang, shit, nanay ko gumawa nito. Like she's responsible for yeah, Because you see I her face, through. no? Like, yeah, and you just see her face. Like it's sick. Like, I'm just like, no! <laughs> <laughs> And then parang yun talaga yung um I think that was like one of the strong um scenes in the film na parang I would take those scenes rather than the action scenes any any day. Yeah, to be honest, um some of the like dialogue heavy scenes were really even better than some of the mo- the more explosive scenes eh. Kasi doon yeah. mo na yung heart ng film eh. And Um, did you know na ano the that dinner scene was one of the first ideas that came to Kevin Feige's head. He really wanted to do that, and like the people, like sila Kate Charlton and the writer sila um, Scarlett Johansson, they had to work around that scene because that scene is really a non-negotiable. Na hindi siya pwedeng alisen. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so parang yun yung isa. <laughs> We can treat it as like a, a one of the backbones of the film is that scene because. They had to work around it and incorporate it sa film. So, nakakatuwa lang na it became that powerful of a scene as well. Ako, for me, one of, aside from the opening credits and the op- and the whole opening sequence, um, one of my favorite scenes, that's why I really wanted more Taskmaster, was the bridge fight. Kasi, mm-hmm. that's our first introduction to Taskmaster. And aside from that, You saw, ang, ang fascinating lang to see how, like, he fights, diba? how he uses the different styles of the different Avengers to fight. And Mm-mm. sayang na beaten lang ako, sana pinahaba pa nila. I'm not usually the type to, like, you know, um, want extended action scenes. Pero kasi ang ganda nung match ni Natasha and ni Taskmaster. So, ewan ko, like, siguro kung yung haba nung fight is kung parang kung ganun kahaba yung highway scene sa Winter Soldier, sa Captain America Winter Soldier. Siguro, ang ganda na. <laughs> yes. And also, yes, another, actually. diba? 
And also, another favorite scene of mine was when Natasha was confronting Draco. That, uh, minus the flashbacks, uh, that, the, the scene na yung confrontation nila in terms of they were just talking about um, Natasha's mom and, ha- and when Draco was revealing his plan and also when, you know, severed the nerve, that severed the, der- the nerve scene. Kasi despite the <laughs> third act being all grand and Avengers-level type of Marvel film na, that moment between Natasha and Draco, parang bumalik yung, yung tone niya. <laughs> Paulit-ulit tayo. Parang I was watching Act 1 and Act 2 again when these two were in the room and they were just talking and nagpabugbog lang siya kay Draco and all. So I love, I love that kasi... Ang ganda rin nung sinabi niya that Draco uses girls to defend himself or uses power, helpless little girls to feel stronger, which contributes to the main message of the film. What did you think of Taskmaster as a villain? Oh, I know a lot of people are like complaining Hating about on it, yeah. Yeah, as in like the, the villain of the film is very like lackluster, you know. But the, uh-huh. What, what do you think about it? Thank you for asking me this question. Because for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, because um, for me, talaga, first of all, I didn't mind that they made Taskmaster a woman, si Antonia. And also, throughout this film, I didn't see Antonia as like the villain. Parang siya yung ginamit na pawn ni Dreykov to get to his formula or yung parang yung serum na yun. But she was just a soldier and that added to the ano eh, pagiging sinister and pagiging messed up ni Dreykov na ginam- ginamit niya yung sarili niyang anak na parang in a way eh mo triggering to eh kung sabihin sabihin ko ba kasi di ba when for example sorry trigger warning when someone gets raped nawawala ng free will yung victim with his or her body so parang in a in a sense That's how messed up Dracov is. Because in, in some form, what he did to his daughter was that. And I know it's really messed up. Kaya, kaya, pero tapos nadagdagan pa nung, nung namatay si Dracov, ang unang tinanong ng daughter niya, is he gone? So parang, oh shit. It's so... Ang sinister. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> diba? that's, how I, that's how I saw it. And I feel like people mm-hmm. are really missing that point. Yeah. Parang, aside from aside from human trafficking, I think this film also talks about the Me Too movement in Hollywood. Na parang you have you have this um bigger producer na who's very powerful, very yeah top. yeah oh my god yeah. And then some 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 women are being used and abused by the power of that I know that bigger figure. For them like, to gain more I power, diba? Yeah, that's how I saw Drake of, as in, parang sabi ko, when I, during the third act, na parang, ah shit, I think this film really is about like the Me Too movement. It's just very, very like silent about it. And that's how I saw Taskmaster mm-hmm. na parang siya yung, siya yung gamit na who's just very silent and doesn't want to speak up Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, yeah. that's when she started. Nung wala na yung abuser niya. But Uh-oh. like this yeah. film, like if you really look at it, it's such a deep, I don't know, like it's so deep. 
I was expecting a spy a spy film an action film but I didn't expect exactly. this parang, kind of messaging yeah parang born Ito legacy go. lang or like mission impossible na parang okay sige heist ganun 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 pero no like at the core of it like it really is about these themes na parang it's what I don't know like I'm at, I'm at a loss of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I hope you get what I mean. Yeah, actually, I'm a sucker for these kinds of films na they get to communicate the message, especially if it's a message that is like taboo or, you know, um, not everyone is comfortable in discussing. They get to present it, number one, in a very creative way. And number two, in a medium that's so big, that's so mainstream, na maraming tao yung makakapanood. Kaya parang, sobra, doon ako sobrang bumilib sa kanya. Kasi, Virain One, the, the human trafficking aspect of this film was portrayed through the Black Widows, through the super spies na kalat sa buong mundo. Tapos, again, that scene, that Drakov and his daughter that is one important aspect as well in like the struggle of women i know i i don't i'm not in the position to talk about the struggle of women pero from what i've been learning from the things i listen to and the things i study about one of the struggles of women are really have um yung feeling na once they get used or once they feel defeated by men is wala na silang power to overcome that and wala na silang power to make to make themselves think na they can be better or they can overcome or they can go past through it and that's re- really an important aspect na pinakita ng film kasi dude the main captain america or the russian captain america the red guardian was to be honest was a non factor in this film aside from the comedic relief and some action scenes but the main savers of saviors of this film are really the women so that's yes. why an laking impact din nun sa mga little girls na nanonood and also for those people who have gone through these kinds of stuff na mapapanood nila to and they will get some sort of inspiration ah kaya ko rin yeah. yeah. I also feel like si Red Guardian was ano um yeah it was also a non-factor na parang very comedic <laughs> relief nga lang. But like yeah. I don't know, did he really have to be in that <laughs> in the film? Ah, uh, like, yes, yes, yes. Like I think some I sort of father like he was very na. under yeah, uh but he was underused for me. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, uh. have done a bit more to the plot but gets mm-hmm. father figure ganon for and sharing yun tumayo na parang um like during after the table scene he was the one who spoke to um Yelena uh Yelena na parang to comfort her to um parang to really remind her na parang oh i'm i'm just not like ano i'm also your dad by singing the song mm-hmm. that they listened to in the car and they left their home the states yeah. so that was a nice that was a nice moment which is funny no na now ko lang na realize that usually what is being portrayed in media or what is very evident here in our society is that those emotional moments 
come from the mother and the saving the family and protecting the family comes from the father. Tapos ang ganda how, you know, in this film, it was Melina who was more dominant and it, Alexi was the more emotional one. So, ang ganda lang how it broke the rules, kumbaga. Kasi, yes. nga, not every family is like that. So, yeah. Yes. Ngayon ko na-realize yun. Wow. Thank you for pointing Actually, that out. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> Ito, um, I think we discussed or we touched on this point na. Pero how important is it for the viewers to see and understand the themes shown in this film? Well, um, as we've said a while ago, na parang um, at the end of the day, this film is really about human trafficking and um, the Me Too movement. A very, very um, hard topic. to speak up about because it's triggering. These two themes are very, very triggering to talk about. Um, some victims aren't ready to talk about it yet and yeah. some get triggered when they watch what's being shown on screen. So I feel like with a Marvel film touching up on these themes, they're really, really trying to get these social messages across the public na parang these aspects shouldn't be taboo because this is happening in real life. This is what's being experienced by some people every day. So let's show some light on it and let's see how we have something to do about it. You know, yung parang anong magagawa natin dito? How can we help um, for the lack of a better term eradicate this problem? Yeah. if you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's so important to show these themes on film just to put the harsh realities that's going through in life. Because if we just, if it's just another like end game type of film na parang, oh, so mm-hmm. plot heavy, ganun, na parang, it's themes. Which yeah. is why I'm really, really glad that this film was made. And I really hope that Marvel touches up on more problems like these. Yeah. Kasi I think it's what really um, I think that's what separates them from all of the other cinematic universes na parang with Ay, meron ba? Joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not to, ano, okay. Ito ah. Not, not to, not to shit on these. DC is doing such a pretty bad job at building theirs. But, but, like, I think this is a step for Marvel na parang, um, this is a huge step for Marvel na if they try to at least put these messages into their films na it could cater to the general audiences. Like, I think people would start talking about um, these uh, themes and also what's happening um, in our reality. And also na parang, I think they would get, you know, um, I don't know, if you hear of Marvel, parang think about na superhero lang, ganun. Very, very childish. But I think they're really trying to reverse 180 their brand. Parang we could also make quality films. We can make 
films that touch up on these stories, but at the same time can also be accessible to the general public. Yeah. We can also shed these very, very dark themes and just start a conversation, which is so important. All it takes is one conversation to spark something. And I think that's what they have to do. Because they now have that power na parang, oh, a Marvel film releases. You know people are gonna, you know people are gonna um, watch it. People are gonna line up for it on the cinemas. People are gonna buy it. Kahit mahal yan, $30 yan or whatever. Just to watch it. And I think that's what's going to happen for the future of Marvel. And I honestly hope na it just goes, you know, it just continues. Na parang they just let go of yung mga parang um, what's gonna happen in the future storyline. And I also hope na as an audience member, na we also let go of that, oh, what's in the future? It's exciting, I know. But like sometimes we just really have to like look and understand and see what they're trying to say in each film because their med- their messages are really really getting deep um we see it then they've been discussing or they've been trying to open up conversations on these usually hard topics to talk about for example with one division um, about mental health about grief the falcon and the winter soldier about racism and what it means to be american tapos with no um self acceptance naman diba? and but means to be human and don't, don't have all the power you think you have. So with Black Widow now touching on these things, um, and this is also my answer, na parang, I love how these kinds of films or these kinds of videos are opening up conversations. Na, imagine mo, for example, sa isang theater, ilang tao doon, um, we have 300 people, 200 people. Kahit half lang nun or one-third lang nun ang mag with regards to the theme of the film, eventually, kakalat na kakalat yung message. Of course, that person will tell this, um, this, um, or that person will tell this person. And then, eventually, puti-uti, kahit it's still, as of now, it's still like taboo or it's still hard to talk about. Puti-uti, manonormalize yung ganitong topics kasi it's important like for these kinds of topics to be talked about dahil para either totoo, uh, ma-abolish siya, especially human trafficking involved, or alam mo yun, para maging aware yung mga tao na ay nangyayari pala to, what can I do, or do I know anyone um, na may pinagdadaan yung ganito? What, what can I do for them, or how can I help? So, I think it is important for these kinds of films, especially with the gigantic franchise of Marvel, maybe, you know, tackling opportunity. And I believe, ganun yung nagiging trajectory with Phase 4. Kaya, one of the reasons I'm super excited with Phase 4 is, um, are not just the heroes, na mga, yung mga bagong heroes, kaya yung sinisetup mo. It's also, ano yung mapag-uusapan natin? Ano yung mag-unpack natin? Parang that's what oh. I, that's what uh-huh. I, ano, um, that's what I, realized na parang phase four, they're really tackling on social issues and mm-hmm. still making it like, you know, a comic Palatable story. Palatable to the masses. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Compared to phase three na parang it was really just about 
not to shit on Facebook or anything, but like, yeah, it was yeah, about gets... plot building. It was about plot building to these two tentpole films that they were really banking on, which is Infinity War and Endgame. Because parang those were the storylines na you know, na parang, oh shit, everything's connected. This is how this connects to this. This is the big team-up film. Ganon. And I felt na Phase 3 was kind of like that. With a few um, standouts, of course. Na parang, they also had themes um, like the Phase 4 film. Black Panther. Yun. Ano pa bang masasabi natin sa Black Panther? Hindi, sobrang ganda niya kasi that's the start of, you know, the, the um this kind of mess these kinds of messages that Marvel is starting to portray. Not that super consistent in the past, but right now, nagiging consistent na sila. Kaya yung maganda. Mm-hmm. And naka-excite as a Marvel fan. Magiging inspiration to those who are watching na makikita nila yung sarili nila. Ay, ako yung nasa screen. Ay, pwede akong maging ganyan. And I think it's also na parang they're getting ready Well, they're getting the audience ready for more political storylines coming. They're already introducing mm. X-Men. They're going to introduce mm. X-Men soon. So, yeah. and X-Men from what I've heard because um di ako updated sa comics. From what I've heard, X-Men storylines are very very political. Of so, course. Yeah. So, I think um, they're trying to get the audience ready for it. I think they might lose a few people just because it's getting too political. Na parang people are watching some of these films as an escape, escape. to the real world. But then, I don't know, like, it's happening outside. Like, yeah, you so just have to really... You go know, off, like, guys. Kung ayaw niyo, umalis na kayo. Like, honestly, it's happening outside. There's a conversation that needs to be talked about and a better way to open conversations is to watch films to watch films to read something to listen to music any form of art as what you said life um, imitates art and vice versa yeah wow ah sobrang ganda ng discussion natin thank you so much I super loved our discussion and sobrang tagal ko inantay mo unpack yung Black Widow kasi nga alam kong eto yung trajectory ng usapan which is really important tanuwa yeah. ka din <laughs> it's 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 wild but like I, i wouldn't have thought na parang a marvel film would just really like right. tackle these issues let alone projects because like actually nagulat talaga ako when i watched wandavision because we were dealing with grief and depression <laughs> Like during that exact <laughs> yeah, like that whole show was Wanda's coping mechanism for what she experienced. That was pretty deep, and then we got to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It really dealt with like racism and how um the history of the U.S. some covered it up. Na para. And- covered like in the, height of the voices the, of black people and also in, in the, the height, height of, of the black, black, lives, black lives, matter. lives matter movement sobrang grabe sobrang on point nung when they released it and i really hope now with um uh the next film is shang chi right 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that there's also a message with that. And I think there will be. I think I think so there will really, be. Especially very, very timely with Asians right now. Especially yes. Asians in the mm-hmm. States. Today. Asian hate, so, yes. Well, if you didn't attack it, it was shot prior to, you know, to what everything was happening. Okay, lang. Basta may magandang message. Pero it would yes. be nice to see how they will translate mm-hmm. that. Okay, Jolo. Um, I really, really loved our conversation. And for our next segment naman, I just want to test you lang. Oh, for, no. For, may I'm, pag-games I'm, lang. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Hello, wait lang. Ano lang to? Um, super chill lang na to. So with that, let's go on to our next segment that I'd like to call... Hard ass questions. Mahal mo pa ako kahit kailangan mo ko. O kailangan mo ko kaya mahal mo ko. Question number one. Which spy gadget of Natasha Romanoff or Yelena Belova in the MCU is your favorite? Ah, it's my favorite. <laughs> oh, Anong skala ko is, is their favorite. <laughs> Ah, wow. ano favorite nila sa ano to who wants ano to be a millionaire <laughs> call a friend call a friend <laughs> joke um my favorite would be ah uh, there ano the the gauntlet just because now when they use the ano the 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 widow's bite like yeah, the electricity yeah. you know but it's such a powerful weapon next question <laughs> if you were Yelena and you were stranded on an island, and you can only use one item na meron yung vest mo, what item will it be? Kasi di ba very, maraming pockets yung vest, sabi nga ni Yelena. So anong item yung gagamitin mo na, na ilalagay mo? I think I would... Malaki naman yung pockets ng vest ni Elena. So, I would put like an inflatable raft inside. Wow! And just, you know. <laughs> like, I, I would island. like fold it. Yeah, I would fold it, put it in the vest, and then if I get, if I were to get stuck in an island, like, I would just inflate it all day, all night, and then just, you know, get out of the <laughs> island. Bahala na ako sa namang Smart. <laughs> Okay, last question. You are Taskmaster and you only have to choose one hero to copy. First, T'Challa's fighting style but you need to charge your suit every hour. Or, Hawkeye's fighting style but you buy your arrows from CD or King. <laughs> Alam mo, I choose Hawkeye just because he never misses. <laughs> Even and though the Filipino galing, businesses. Oh, <laughs> kahit 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 galing CDR King palinyan. If it works, it works. <laughs> it gets the job okay. done. <laughs> tama, tama. Okay, Jolo, that was a fun game. <laughs> Sabi ko sa'yo, hindi mahirap eh. Sa bawal kala lang talaga. Kala ko test yung knowledge ko na parang, ah shit, hindi pa rin MCU fan. Wala naman akong prizes to give, so. <laughs> okay, so with that, let's go on to our final segment that I'd like to call on 
So the director of this film is Kate Shortland. So she's the winner of the Australian Film Critics Association 2013 Best Director and Beijing International Film Festival 2013 Best Director as well for the film Lore. She's also the director of four episodes of Smilf, Berlin Syndrome, Somersault, 10 episodes of The Secret Life of Us, and four episodes of That Gump Life. The writer of this film is Eric Pearson, who won an Emmy Award. Ah, who actually was nominated for an Emmy Award. So he was also the writer of Thor Ragnarok, Godzilla vs. Kong, three episodes of Agent Carter, Marvel One-Shots Agent Carter, and Marvel One-Shots Item 47. Okay, another writer of this film is Jack Schaefer, and an Emmy Award nominee. She's the writer of nine episodes of WandaVision, The Hustle, Olaf's Frozen Adventure, Mr. Ta- Mr. Stash, and Tyner. So, another writer of this film is Ned Benson, who wrote The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, The Westerner, Yes, for Lean Hounds. Okay, the composer of this film is Lauren Balk. So, a Grammy Award-winning 2009 Best Score Soundtrack Album for a Motion Picture winner. For the Dark Knight, so he's also the composer of for the films Songbird, Mission Impossible Seven and Eight, Six Underground, Pacific Rim Uprising, and was part of the music department of the Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Kung Fu Panda 2, Iron Man, and V for Vendetta. All right, so the film cinematographer is Gabriel Beristain. He won the best cinematography in the Bogota Film Festival in 1984. Carne de Tu Carne. He was a director of photography for 22 episodes of MacGyver, three episodes of Agent Carter, Blade 2 and Blade Trinity, The Ring 2, Marvel One Shot, Agent Carter, and Marvel One Shot, item number 47. For the editor of the film, we have Leigh Folsom Boyd, so part of the editorial department for the films of the films Ant-Man, Battle Los Angeles and the Amityville, the Amityville Horror, and also the editor of Spider-Man: Far From Home, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales, Furious Seven, and Fast and the Furious Six. All right, we also have Matthew Schmidt, who was the editor of the film. Um, he won the Saturn Award for the best editing winner for Avengers Endgame back in 2019. He was also a part of the editorial department for the Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Daredevil, and iRobot. And he was also the editor for these MCU films such as Captain America The Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. So the art director of the film is Clint Wallace. So he's the Art Directors Guild 2009 Winner for excellence in production design for the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Benjamin Benjamin Button, and also he's the art director of Top Gun Maverick, Space Jam: A New Legacy, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Suicide Squad, Couples Retreat, and he's also the production designer for 
the upcoming Marvel films, The Eternals and Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. We've got production designer Charles Wood, who won the Saturn Award last 2019 for Best Production Design for Avengers Endgame. He also worked on Men in Black International, Avengers Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor, The Dark World, Mortal Kombat, Annihilation, and Wrath of the Titans. And for our costume designer, we have Janie Tamim, BAFTA Awards 1997 Best Costume Design for House of America, Costume Designers, Costume Designer for 10 episodes of The House of the Dragon, Six Underground, Hercules, Skyfall, and these Harry Potter films, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix, The Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2. And last but not least, we have costume designer Lisa Lovas, who is working on Transformers Rise of the Beasts, Finding Ohana, Hotel Artemis, Transformers The Last Night, and Paranor- Paranormal Activity The Ghost Dimension. So, yes. um, Jolo, maraming maraming salamat for guesting tonight. Um, I hope you had fun and I hope maulit. <laughs> Babalik ka pa ba dito? <laughs> yes, I hope. I hope so. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Parang ang dami pang kailangan i-unpack with the future of Marvel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, where can we find you on social media and also where can we learn from your classes? Oh, okay. So, um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Jolo Australia. Um, you could also catch uh, my classes uh, in Cycle House, Indoor Cycling. So, that's where I teach Indoor Cycling. Um, promise it's gonna be fun. So, if you already comfortable with uh, doing classes, working out with us, uh, we too, we're also very safe. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, just try out the class and uh, hope to see you at the studio. So you can um, ca- uh, you can find us on Instagram at CycleHouseMNL. It's in Ortigas, Pasig. So it's in the Padilla building, just along Emerald Street. Okay, so for us naman, you can follow the social media accounts of Taralet Unpack on Instagram, Facebook, and Letterboxd at Taralet Unpack Pod. Follow me, your host, Franz Halili, on social media on Instagram at Carl Francis Halili and on Twitter at Franz Halili. At sana wag niyong makalimutan, guys. <laughs> Sa September ang um, deadline ng voters registration natin, so don't forget to register to vote. Yes. Visit votepilipinas.com to know how to vote. So tumaas by 4 million yung mga nagpapa-register. We need more people to register, so guys, magparehistro na. Again, Jolo, thank you so much for guesting t- in tonight's episode. And this has been... Tara! Let's unpack! Thank you! Thank you!